0: I'm supposed to oh hello hello, hello. oh <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> we're we're back and we're on fire <laughs> i've I've got a name I need to read out um that moustache is looking mighty sharp Pedro thank you I do need to do some work on mine do you grow facial hair yet hoodie <laughs> <laughs> what what plane did you fly in when you went on your trip, Pedro? 787 oh, seven. seven. Oh oh, three hundred yeah. er from in New yeah. Zealand.
1: Yeah yeah, and I got to sit in um, premium economy on the oh. way Yeah, I um got an upgrade, free upgrade for kids and the wife sat down the back in cattle class. So. <laughs> But that meant wife <laughs> got my seat because there was no one sitting next to her. So, <laughs> bonus for oh. oh, you. are a bastard. When did you I find get, out? Oh, like as we boarding because I requested a free upgrade and like, yeah. they don't tell you until you're actually getting on the plane. Did you tell her that you had requested it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about it. And she's like, Yeah, what? go for it. Like, because like, we were getting a Randall car and I was, you know, coming off the plane and driving. So she's like, Best you be rested. <laughs> <laughs> Did Would you do that hoodie? I
2: don't know. It's pretty
1: rough. Well, no, because we paid for a sky couch. And so originally it was going to be heaven, the kids on a sky couch, and me on my own, like sitting next to him on the aisle row. But there's never enough room for three people on a sky on a, Couch. So, with me sitting up front, that meant Heather got my seat, and and the, uh, you know, and the two kids got the sky couch yeah. to themselves. Oh, I, so I suppose that mate. I, I was sense. taking a sacrifice I, for everyone's comfort, <laughs>
0: <laughs> especially <laughs> your own. <sighs> yes, I had a mate that went was going with his girlfriend, so partners going together, and the girl got the business upgrade but the guy stayed back in cattle class
1: that's right. he's only two years
0: yeah i i probably wouldn't have done it but they were both like both said no nah, that's cool even the guy was like oh no nah, i'd probably do the same so
1: <laughs> well, i think the part i felt bad about was there's no one sitting next to me up the front so it was a whole spare premium economy seat that he could have been sitting in
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: How so many?
2: Well, oh, yeah. it's only because you're what, what What? are you like,
1: silver or gold or something? Not gold. Although I'm one flight away, so I'm off to Canada next week. Um, and potential <laughs> points, I'm going to be up in Burgess League with the Elite.
0: Ooh. Are you Ooh. Elite, Burgess? Yeah, mate. I'm two points away from being a renewed Elite member. Wow.
1: Do you get to go into the like the secret room or like the reserve room in the crew lounge? Have you seen that? Have you seen the little sliding doors and it's got like
0: reserved
1: and we looked it up? Apparently, it's like for the top, top tier. Yeah.
0: CEOs and people that own more than one pharmacy. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Those sorts of people. Chris Hoffman, do you know him? Who are you asking? Anyone. He's a legend of a man. He donated some money for the podcast so we can sound better and do more things. What a legend of a man. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Good on him. Cheers, Chris. Bloody legend. What else have we been doing? It feels like it's been a while. Yeah. Well, last time we were a bit under the weather. Yeah. That feels like a long time ago. I don't think I've done any flying since then. Good times. Oh, no. I did one flight with, with Hoodie.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Off to your,
0: your little flyer. Yeah. We went up to Why 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 And did some uh did some flying there. So first question for you, Pedro, is do you know how to do a standard overhead rejoin? <laughs> I hope so. I
1: was at the Feds and part of when I was working at the CIO, I was going around all the aero clubs and schools and asking them if they knew how to do it. So yeah, I yeah. think I do. I did a lot of overhead rejoins during the cyclone at um, Bridge Park in I 406. I hope I was doing it all right. Oh,
0: because it's yeah. changed, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I don't think they've said it's changed, but it's changed. But I just fly, like, because like going into Bridge Park, you had a pretty good idea where the wind was coming from. So I'd fly over top, crossing. Like the runway on landing on the threshold, come round and descend, right, well, go round and then descend on the non traffic side. So I'm crossing the threshold at at height and joining the circuit. Yeah, that sounds like normal. Yeah,
0: does it make, does it change from that? Oh, hoodie. This is a good one for you. <laughs> yeah. I like the way that you
2: brought it up and you still don't even know what the right one to do is. No, I have no
0: idea. You need to do all your turns in the direction of the circuit. Yeah, but when you don't know which way it is.
1: That is my argument too. So you need to have a pretty good, I guess, educated guess on where the wind's coming from.
2: But that's the whole point of doing
1: it. Yes, correct. That's yeah.
0: right. So yeah. I was at the aviation um, conference the last few days and I was talking to some of the people from CAA about that and they kindly explained it to me and I quite fashionably forgot what they said so <laughs> I've got we've got a big fat zero answers for anyone who, who, who CAA were you talking to oh there's quite a few people there I got I had a little interview with the vector magazine as well any pen Pen, yep. yeah. She's good. Had she's a, good value. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're all really good people actually. Mm. Which is a bit I find interesting because of what I remember being told of CAA when I was starting to fly and at the beginning of my flying versus to actually meeting them. They're like not so good good Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're all good. Mm. Good yarns. Same thing for uh this is another good question for both of you. Doing non-standard, uh, non-standard arrivals and departures on an unattended aerodrome. Doing ag ops. What's you have to have the a? Is that permitted? You're allowed to as long as you're doing AG. just
1: with the big A. With big A. Yeah.
0: And, yeah.
1: And you're doing ag ops. You can't just can't just be going off to a job.
0: Yeah. So then the next one is when you're. When you're coming back to your base strip, your base unattended aerodrome at the end of the night, non-standard arrival permitted, or well, not permitted? Not permitted. Not permitted. Yeah. So, but it's, he's quietly doing nothing. <laughs> I don't know.
1: This. So most people just join straight in, you know. But you like you don't have to do overhead rejoin, but you should be joining downwind or.
0: Yeah. So I didn't know this until last year. Yeah, I've been right. just. I thought if you say on the radio joining non-standard yeah, right or, hand or whatever it is, if you say non-standard, then that, that's your clearance to do it or whatever you call it. Yeah, you can do. You can be
1: cleared to join non-standard at a controlled aerodrome by an air traffic controller, but an un, un, uncontrolled aerodrome, no, apparently not. I think it was a the magazine that came out and said exactly just that, like just because you're calling it non-standard doesn't mean that you're allowed to Point, you know yeah,
0: so I reckon that's a rule change because I'm sure I've read that. Like I didn't pluck that out of my ass. So I'm sure yeah. we had a big spiel about it at one of the work conferences. I think what it is is like because uncontrolled aerodromes, you can still have um,
1: uh, aircraft without radios flying around. So, like, um, so yeah, so like a controlled aerodrome, everyone has to have a radio and a tr- transponder. You know, so it's so all you can go outside the pattern, like outside standard, but when you're an uncontrolled aerodrome, you have to assume there's people there who, like Masterton, for instance, where you got the um, World War I planes, none of them have radios, so you yeah. have to assume there's going to be people without radios who can't hear you making a non-standard call. So you, the reason you do everything standard is so if you're someone will
0: be without a radio, that shouldn't be an issue.
2: Yeah, right.
1: Uh-huh
0: good points Makes sense yeah yeah this man knows his rules yeah <laughs> now she has a good good flight up, I'm making it up. I'm making it up. <laughs> that sounds right yeah yeah chris hoffman you're the man yeah i'm gonna keep saying that this whole podcast hey, does chris uh, have a business or is he just a good good fella no, he's just a good bugger. Good on it. I him. asked him that, but no, he's just doing it from himself. He said he gets quite a bit out of the podcast. Me. And he wants to support it. Yeah. So, Hoodie and I were having a, yeah, we had a good, good chat on this long flight up and back from Waipak about about trying to find some money for this so we can actually make good use of it. Because I, I started speaking to a bunch of these old fellas that are retired and, and getting on a bit about catching up with them if I'm not going back to Aussie soon I'll probably yep. shoot up north and see a couple of them like the Halots
1: and the Bobs and
0: yeah yeah who they mentioned another fellow um Royce Hooker yeah he's 92 Jesus. yeah flew 5 years for the air force in the 50s and then came back here flew 180s 185s and cool yeah and everything else yeah. yeah, but he had an old, he said he had an 8 millimeter camera Really took took footage of his days in the Air Force and spraying the the forests in the 180. Yeah, neat. Yeah. So it'd be, be cool to get that digitised and stuff. But, yeah, it all, all costs money, so I can't really do it. But thanks to Chris, legend of a man. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it. That's just a guy, just a random guy. Imagine... Imagine owning some pharmacies and not putting any money towards it. (laughs) I fucking flew you up there.
2: (laughs) You flew yourself. (laughs) No. No,
0: No, it was a good chat, though. It was enjoyable. Yeah, it was a good yarn. Good yarn. I think people enjoyed it. Good night out. You're a bit of a better speaker than I thought you would have been, to be fair. I've been practising hoodie. You had to. Have. As soon as I knew you were coming, I had to step up my game because I knew you'd give me stick if I <laughs> stumbled. How, how
1: how do you practice?
0: I I just sit in my office when no one else is here with all the doors shut and I talk. Do you talk in time? Yeah. Yeah. Do
1: you talk out yeah. loud? Yeah. Yeah, because I sound great when I talk in my mind, and then I try to talk out loud. I'm (laughs) I'm nowhere near as good as talking out loud as I am and, you know, silent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When we were there, I was talking to one of the chopper guys, chopper pilots who was flying around when the cyclone happened, and I had – well, I don't watch the news for one. I don't watch telly, so I wasn't really following it. But he was, like, just having a casual conversation, and he saved, like, 88 people or something.
1: Fuck, yeah. Those copper boys down in the bay went hard. They were lifting guys off the roofs and, you know, yeah. bags
0: and all sorts like. That was, like, hardcore. Was that on the news?
1: Oh, I think a bit of it,
0: maybe. Because it seems like... The Fact magazine mentioned a wee bit of it. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good, because it deserves to be... It's a story that should be told. Like he was saying how he was got the call up wherever he was based, I don't know, somewhere around Waipak, and then flew up there and there were some houses that were like the people were on the roofs of their house, but it wasn't bad. They could have swam sort of thing. It was around the base of the, the house there. He'd go and save all of those ones and then fly a little bit further in and there's just more and more people and it got to mm. the point where like it was only the roofs you could see and the people mm. on mm. there. And he was, yeah. I think he said he was like heading home or just about done for the day and some something by a house caught his attention and it was a little cloth or something poking out of the corner of a of a house and some guy had taped a piece of material to a stick or something, smashed a hole in the corner of the roof and poked his hand through and was just waving a tiny little piece. So he flew yeah. back, and landed on the roof, smashed a hole in the roof, and there's like half a dozen people in there or something. Oh,
1: yeah, man. yeah. Absolutely. People were going up through the attic, like through the little manholes into the ceiling and getting stuck ceilings. Yeah, at yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, the guy's a hero and no one knows about him. Yeah, well, it was a whole crew of him, like a whole stack of helicopter pilots just going hard. Do you yeah. remember who that was, Boots? Oh, good with names. Yeah, really good with names. It was uh Mr. <laughs> Did he have facial hair? Was he a ganger? Yeah. Was he old? Was he young? He was a young man, a top fella. He was the only helicopter guy at this entire function thing.
1: It's kind of funny. So. Helicopter people aren't Air Club people, are they?
0: mm like yeah, he got asked yeah. to come along, so we we gave him a little bit of stick just because we should. Powered <laughs> yeah, by numbers, I feel safe yeah. with numbers. Yeah. <laughs> then he bought me a beer, so I'll I'll spread the good word.
1: <laughs> Not all helicopters are bad.
0: No, no, that' right. Also, um, there's lots of um.
2: Um, PPL cockies there, eh? Mm. Lots of cockies with their PPLs hooning around.
1: Like what, Southern Hawke's Bay has a lot of private cocky pilot stock, doesn't it, like normally?
2: I,
0: I I just couldn't believe the numbers. Like that. what was there, like 40 or 50 there? Yeah, 45 or 55 or something.
1: They have to be one of the busier aero clubs, eh, in the country.
0: PPLs. I thought that these South Island ones are really busy. They yeah. got great guns. For for what I've seen of the Aero Club when I was working out of there just helping out, it was it was pretty quiet. Didn't see too much activity. So I was surprised there were that many people there.
2: Mm.
0: It was cool though. All, right. All good folk yeah. having a had a good spiel afterwards, good yarn with them.
2: Yeah, very nice people. Now
0: mm. yeah, it's a good time. The um the flight home the next day was atrocious though. Really beautiful weather, but the um, Uber pilot rough, decided it would be a good time to do farts <laughs> at 8,000, nine, what is it, 9,500 feet up. <laughs> he, Jake's got those little lock things on the
2: windows too, so you can't even <laughs> crack the window open <laughs> if you want to. It takes you about thirty seconds or a minute to
1: wind it open. <laughs> you just look at letting rip, eh? Hey? Oh shit, yeah. yeah.
0: Pretty oh, bad. Pretty, oh. pretty bad. Yeah. Even in the um in the hotel he's doing the same. So like I would have rated the whole trip pretty high. Until then. If I hadn't gone. If- <laughs> Well, it was nice to have a quicker trip home, but. <laughs> <laughs> they were rank. They were rank.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Over, over Nelson, I think it was, we got told by Christchurch to go down a little bit. And um, was it Christchurch that told us to descend a leave bit? Yeah, I think it was. Or Wellington. Well, someone did anyway. And yeah. just as we started going down, we both heard something. I sort of felt it, and Boots said, "Did you did you hear that, or did you feel that, or something?" I was like, yeah, I did. <laughs> but it just it felt like it just shuddered or lost a little bit of power or something. And then, um, so I went through and looked at everything. Everything looked sweet, but. Um, that, that was the conversation for the most of the rest of the way, talking about, um, you know how how you'd do a bloody
1: engine
2: engine failure, and because it's pretty harsh once you get past Nelson there, eh, but just
0: yeah, pretty hilly, eh,
1: pretty
2: tigery.
0: She's she's pretty rugged for sure. D- yeah, because D- have 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 any of yous had an engine failure before? On the ground, I have. Well, like, were you just like not moving at all?
1: No, uh, well, I had the compressor stall on takeoff, which is
0: not fault. Cool but then, That's uh, right.
1: but then, uh, no, I was having just the engine wasn't behaving properly, and took it to Hamilton, and as we we're doing the engine run, it shut itself down. But it was, yeah, good, good timing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I was around. the
2: what was the cause of that in the
1: end? uh they put it down to the engine driven fuel pump yeah mm. so was causing it that and well, yeah they said that and the fuel control unit together both failing right so it was so, yeah, right. it was a bit of a weird one it was a weird one because yeah. as i was coming into land every time it wasn't disking up properly and it was surging it was just really behaving terrible yeah and, like, just yeah, it was being a pig, and we took it over. And that was when we pulled it back down to this ground, idle. That just, it wouldn't It didn't idle. And, but when we pulled the engine from fuel pump out, you couldn't turn it, but it just ceased.
0: Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. Have you had one, just? I've had one. Yeah. Where was that? That was skydiving. But it wasn't a traditional one because I shut the engine down on myself. Was... You know,
1: speaking it's not not how you do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would, I'd quite happily say that was probably something I shouldn't have done. <laughs> Although that it is something that happens in twin engine engine failures. People often. Oh yeah, the wrong one. With, with catastrophic results. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I was so I did it because I was up on jump run. And I'd spoken to the the pilots up in Taupo or wherever, and they were saying they fly in ground idle. Why? And something about it, saving fuel, something like that, is all I can remember. And I started trying it out, but I'd go up and flight idle and come down in ground idle. Oh. They, <laughs> so they were in the XL for one, so it's a different throttle quadrant to begin with. Like the the XL's got like a hard stop. And then you've got to shift it across to go to shutdown. The Cresco is kind of the same, but the way it's set up, it's kind of sitting mm. across the gate as it is. But I was up on jump run at, I think I was at 16,000, and as the last person jumps out, I'll go into ground idle and I think shut the door <laughs> and, and tip her over, and which is what I does. did. Yeah, but also at the same time it was a fella I knew jumping out last and because of that I was watching him for a bit like if if you're on jump run you can almost sort of stall it a bit and drop a wing and you kind of end up like doing a steep turn like a spiral dive around them for one revolution and then you got to pull out so I did that and I was looking up at him and then starting to pull out and I looked across or looked actually I didn't even look but there were lights flashing all across the dash those those um those warning You're light right things <laughs> yeah so they the warning lights worked enunciator lights and it took me a I don't know I reckon a half a second to click what actually happened and so the do you remember the first thing they tell you what not to do if you've shoved it back
2: and forward again?
0: Push it forward again? So so I pushed it forward again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just to ensure you got a good engine bail. bail yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Just in like retrospect, obviously dickhead, but but that's what I did. I put it I was like, oh, this can't be right. And I looked down, I so the thing is I don't remember exactly where the engine leave the fuel condition lever was, and they did check afterwards that you only had to move it a little way past the gate before it actually did cut off. So there the could have been a mixture between that and up at that high, but either way, I shouldn't have been doing it. Oh, that's, that's no excuse. I don't want to make an excuse for it. It was a dumb thing to do. It was a dumber thing to put it back into Flight <laughs> idle. When the engine had clearly shut down, it did nothing, and then, then I had to come f- accept the situation: engine shut down, and then started from scratch. So I called up the tower because Aquanis Seven Three Seven had just taken off and was gonna gonna orbit. They go overhead, Jardines, pretty much where we were. So I had to let them know. And what did you say? Um, did I you, can't actually remember. I would have that, said I've,
1: It's not a mayday, is it? Because you've got heaps of time.
0: Yeah. I I know I would have said I've had an engine failure and I would have <laughs> said something like stand by because I was going to switch everything off because I said in my head, right, I've, I'm starting to panic. Let's just go back to day dot, square one. Yeah. I, and I did a full restart. So I, I literally shut everything down and turned all the switches off. I had a a lot of height to do it. Mm. So I did all that and then did the switches, and it's got, instead of the um, starter engager switch, it's the button on the fuel condition lever.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I remember as soon as I pressed that, the NG came up quite quickly, and as soon as I flicked the igniters on, massive flames come flying out the exhaust <laughs> on either side of the canopy. Shat myself. Is this
1: before you put the fuel in?
0: Yeah, so this was, this was the result of me shoving the fuel into Flight idle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a whole heap, of, whole heap of fuel sitting in there. Yeah, a whole heap of fuel sitting there just, just ready to to scare the bejeebas out of me, which yeah. it did. But okay. I... As well as that, I just carried on looking at the numbers because it shot up above 12% pretty quickly. So igniters on, flames came. I still put the fuel in and I watched the ITT and the ITT never went over. So it was a normal start. And then as soon as the the prop came back out of feather, so I feathered the prop as well and I put it back in and then, then like it starts disking straight away, and you... Yeah, so I did all that, and then went back. I think I just went straight to Queenstown rather than land at Jardines. And, what height were you at when when you are back flying? Um, six or 7,000. So this is the other thing I did wrong. I stayed going 140 knots this whole time. <laughs> so I didn't even... No, any more. Like the because it was just my motor memory every time I yeah. go back out of there 140 knots all the way down right on VNO <laughs> yeah. on the yellow arc so
1: yeah just, yeah
0: yeah a no year of motoring down <laughs> yeah I was <laughs> yeah. I still would have been 6 or 7000 maybe even higher by the time I was up and running and the whole time I was either over Jardines or between there and the airport yeah so it same thing. No excuse. I was yeah. high enough. If I did cock that up, or if I really did have an engine failure, I reckon that'd be yeah. worse.
1: Like having an engine failure, and you got ten thousand feet, and you got an airport right below you. Like, yeah, the pressure's on not to fuck that up. Hey? <laughs> I <Yeah>. know. <laughs> <Big time. laughs>
2: was it? Didn't something happen in Tampa where the guy jumped out of the plane?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, we're not allowed to talk about that. No. Well, yeah. no, yeah, well
1: I, I, but, I I I flew that plane back from Aussie. Um, that was um. But that,
2: he, he was he was when the engine failed. He he was out of the plane before the last parachute had jumped out. Didn't he? That's Aussie? the story.
1: <laughs> that's a story. That's a story. That is a story. I, I always wonder how much of that is true. You know. Yes, of course. But, yes, yeah.
2: yes, yes, yes.
0: But it's a good yeah. story. That is a great story. Wasn't that, is it an ex-survey plane?
1: No, that was um, Hallett's uh, ag plane and he had sent it to Australia and it was doing skydiving and Uh. he traded it for their Cresco. Different engine, so they kept the engine so I it back to Napier and they pulled the Cresco engine out, put it in the XR and put yeah, so Hellock got the X at Crisco, and and they got the X out.
0: Oh, yeah. Did you fly it, um, fly it back with a fuel bladder inside or just the skydiving? Nah, standard stand tanks. And so, like, like, there's enough yeah, gas to but, do that. Lord how? With a tailwind. Yep, heaps. Or, or Norfolk. Yeah, yeah,
1: or, with a tailwind. Yeah, uh, went went Lord Howe, mm. Norfolk, Kerry, uh, Kerry. So I did it in a day. Um, yeah, around. but yeah, it was about That's two hours from Lord, two hours from Lord Howe to Norfolk, and another two hours from Norfolk down to Kerry, But I like coming from Norfolk to Kerry, I had a main tailwind. I was doing close to two hundred knots ground speed. Jesus, yeah. and and of course it's dead light. You know, like because the X hours with nothing in them, honk, honk along at yeah.
0: 10,000 feet. Yeah. Yeah, true. That's cool. How many times did you go and do those fairy flying things?
1: Uh, I don't know. I, um, I managed to do a whole glow, like, completely once, and then partially, like, it was only a small gap I didn't do the second time, right, right round.
2: Jesus. Wow.
1: I don't know. I don't know. But, um. Yeah, it did a lot. It did about a thousand hours of faring for international stuff.
0: Shit. Would you go up real high or do you just stay below 10? I'm normally between 10 and
1: <clears throat> 10. Depending <Or> <laughs> <laughs> you know on what country I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Always have oxygen, of course. You stop breathing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> oh, <that> was- <clears throat> hey, what are you doing? Dr- Is that a mojito?
1: Yeah, it's Thursday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good on you. Oh, oh golly. not oh, good on you. I'd be keen to <clears> give throat> that, throat> that fairy stuff a go, but I don't know how those fellas do that for a job, like, Stephen, Stephen Deeth.
1: Yeah, it must be tough, eh? Yeah, yeah.
0: Massive legs. It'd be cool, like just a, just to try it once, just to say you've you've yeah. done it. Maybe not the states way from here because there's a fair bit of water, but going the other way, like the um the fire bombing planes going from Aussie.
1: Well, we can't go the
0: other way now. At what moment, is that moment we can't get up through Russia because of the sanctions.
1: So, like, Russia's cut off at the moment because we used to go up, ah. like, to get from New Zealand to the U.S. without going across the big pond. would go up, like, Australia, Indo, um, Philippines, Japan, Russia, Alaska. But Russia's all cut off at the moment with the sanctions. So. True. Yeah. Sort of makes it a bit harder. You can go long, long way. What's the biggest league if you go straight across? It's it's Hawaii to mainland. Not too sure how many hours it would be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Quite a bit, isn't it?
0: Yeah, uh, a one seven two or a one eight two did that leg Jeez. recently.
1: Really? Yeah. We're we're working yeah, in um, Hawaii, and you're a Honda jet, Honda Jets coming over from US, and they couldn't even make that leg. They'd have to go up through Japan and back across. Yeah. Sure. It's
0: a, it's a long long haul. All right. Uh what were we talking about? Engine failures.
1: Mm. Oh, so you guys are flying home talking about engine failing. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: But you haven't had one, buddy?
2: It's looking a bit very lucky, Taco. I fucking I thought that we might have it, it was making some funny noises and it it definitely lost power and I couldn't work out why. What was it? But everything checked out. I don't know. Because it did the same thing again when we started our next step of descent. Mm. So if if anyone's got any ideas of
0: why it might do that,
2: I'd be really interested to know.
0: Could it be the change in pitch? Is there anything that's like a float valve or something and the change of pitch might? I don't know, change a, an airlock, something. I, don't, I know nothing about these engines. It's really no. What engine is it? It's Lycoming, eh? No,
2: it's Continental.
0: Continental. Oh, okay. Fuel injection. And they they start different to a Lycoming. Yeah, you oh, started. Uh-huh. Did you started in full rich? Yeah. 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 I tried to start one once at Zero Works, got told to go and warm it up or taxi it around. And I spent half an hour and I couldn't start it because I was starting it like a lycoming, which is in, in cutoff. And then when it fires, you put the fuel in.
1: <clears throat> yeah, so I've, yeah. I've never started an engine like that, but yet, yeah, so you, do you prime it? Yep. Your pump on?
0: Uh, turn it over? Yeah. Or fuel pump off. I think you do fuel pump on until you get some movement on the gauge, then you turn it off. This is in the yeah. flexure, and this is from memory. Yeah. Could could be wrong. And yeah, then... that's
1: how I used to do um, Sean's flexure. So just get the like, have a bit of flow on the gauge for about three seconds, then
0: pump yeah. off, and then start. Yeah. It. yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Was that a lycoming? Um, continental,
1: continental, right? Yeah, but I start rich too. Where you going, Pete? I, I'm here, but my screen's frozen.
0: Oh, oh, you better log off and on because we don't want to lose your lose your recording again, like last right, time. I leave like, and I come back.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i the pirate
0: Sheepers, you're gonna grow a mow like Pedro.
2: Nah, I tried it, my it's, it's stupid.
0: It was the moustache, or
2: <laughs> well, it definitely wasn't helping the situation.
0: <laughs> I I got um, there was a good idea getting getting me to ask people what they would do online. Never thought of that hoodie. That was a bloody clever idea.
2: Well, it's because it was just because um, your idea is so far out there that I didn't want to break your heart. <laughs> I'm just saying you're a fucking idiot. I wanted to hear to make sure no one else. <laughs> the same idea. You gotta hear Birch's idea, Pedro. What,
0: what would What's your idea? What would you let's start with you then, Hoodie. What would you do? Nah, engine maybe, failure. Engine failure in the bush. Rugged bush. There's no clearings. It's just just rough rough terrain and trees. Hoodie.
2: Me? Oh, I um, I don't know, if there's a a a gully or or something that I might be able to avoid some avoid all the trees, that might be nice. valley it in there, but definitely going uphill. I'd definitely go and try uphill. If it was all just trees then um yeah, try and put it into a gut that looked the gentlest, I guess. But again, I just point it towards the ground and get as much, well, not as much airspeed, but be honking in there and just wash it all off and try and fucking stall it, stall it onto its bum or something.
0: So you mean go, don't go VY or whatever it is, smash it down and then hug the hillside coming up the other side Yeah. until you stall it. Yeah,
2: otherwise you'll end up with a bloody horrible stall. You'll end up pancaking, I'd imagine. It's just like, you know, when you go into a strip, that's, that's got a decent.
1: What was that, Pedro? just going to say, you don't want to stall it too soon and roll, drop a wing. Like, you want to be... Have you guys ever read Stick and Rudder? No. Old book? That's a good book. Oh, I'll, yeah. um, I, I may lend it to you. Um, <laughs> but in that book, they talked about, talk about that, but most... Utilities from an engine failure are from people getting too slow and stalling and yeah. like last minute rolling and like the plane's line to have forward impact, not side or upside down impact.
2: You say you're better off you to have that to forward to impact slow. with that engine in front of you. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. 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 You, you don't want to be rolling upside down. You don't want to yeah. be dropping away and twisting. Yeah. All right,
2: right. That makes sense. Well, how about. Um. What? Yeah. What, so. What? So that's what you do, Pedro, uh, in the bush. What? What are you going to do?
0: Let's. Well, pretty much everyone, in that commented, the majority of them said fly into wind, which I actually didn't consider. I probably to if, unless it was a howling wind, would sort of aim for a slope rather than a into wind part.
1: But I mean if you're
0: that high up you've got options too. But I'm just trying to flick through some of them. There's um one person had a good comment that that they'd taken into account where they land with consideration to rescue people. So if you're going to go the likes into a gut or something, you might be there's a lesser chance of either rescue people or like a helicopter getting in or even being spotted from the air because it's a bit deeper in mm-hmm. just something that I I hadn't thought of
1: because well, I was going to
0: ask the question yeah. would
1: would you go for the bush like if you're flying over big mountains would you go for a bush or would you go for like the uh, tussock line and and land try and land uphill onto the top the grassy but tussy
0: yeah well I'd, I'd aim for not the bush top. before Ooh. bush Definitely.
1: Mm.
0: But
2: um, but yeah, we've got to hear Birch just as one; well. It's an absolute cracker. <laughs> it's not a
0: cracker. It's a cracker. Some, someone else wrote, uh, Graham wrote, quickly get out of the Cresco and find an air tractor. You're sweet.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's heaps sick. of end Some Some fella, what did he do? Some fella crashed in the Blue Mountains and then walked out from hitting trees but uh, there's also an article that was sent in and it was comparing landing in the trees versus open land and on the road or in the water and landing in the water versus landing in the trees if you have an engine failure Mm -hmm. it's pretty much the same survival rate but then it said if you land really yeah if you're on open land that survival rate goes up a lot and if you land on the roads, then the survival rate from the from this sample set was one hundred percent. Jesus. yeah. What was it? Did it say what it,
2: what, what the percentage Technique. was for water in bush?
0: Uh, water landings was an eighty eight percent survival rate. Shivering. Landing in bush was a ninety four percent survival rate. But then then it goes into Thirty-five uh, percent being serious injuries in the trees, and ten percent being serious injuries in the water. So, so in the water, you'll you'll either hit and then get knocked out basically, and you yeah. drown. Versus, if you survive, it's a lot easier to get out, and you might most of the injuries are from like getting out real quick, yeah, like right. smashing your head or whatever, something like that. So that was, that was interesting. Ooh. And it definitely proves go for open land if you can. I think one of the main things is always... What's that, Pedro? I think one of the main things is always just flying it to the
1: ground, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, doesn't what, you know, it doesn't matter what train it is, as long as you fly it to the, you know, fly it like a normal landing to the ground. Exactly,
0: yeah. Sort of so when I was in... <laughs> When I was in Nepal, I was always thinking where I would land. Like, the hills there are ridiculously rugged. And save for a couple of spots where there was somewhere you could actually land uphill, a good chunk of the land was all terraced, like with the rice paddies and stuff. And I always thought <clears throat> I'd, I'd almost be better if I had an engine failure landing downhill for the simple fact that, like, you're just going to keep riding it down and you'll you'll stop slower.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And versus just like
1: Indiana Jones.
0: Exactly. <laughs> It'll be one hell yeah. of an adventure.
2: Oh, god.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. so I take that same thought into if if you have an engine failure over and it's only bush, are you better – to, say, aim, aim across but on a shallow downslope. So instead of going like straight up a hill or straight down, going across it but on a, on a downhill, and, and then you start hitting trees. But once you hit something, you're going to stop and fall, right? If you're going to stop and fall, but you're going to keep falling a little bit further, ultimately your, your distance you travel before you stop is longer. Which means your deceleration is slower. I can just see you're like
1: But you got you gotta take in gravity is helping you keep up. Yeah. You wanna get rid of your inertia as fast as possible. And gravity and trees combined would be way better than just trees and more trees.
0: All all I'm thinking is all that in- compare it to <laughs> Hang on, hoodie. Oh, <laughs> Comparing God. it to all I'm thinking, like, if you're, if you're going uphill and let's <laughs> say you hit the first tree right as you stall, which is probably you, what you want ideally. At yeah, like 45
1: knots. So yeah, I reckon just before you well, stall.
0: <clears throat> just, 40, yeah, okay, right. just before you yeah. stall, so it, yeah. right on the onset. So once you hit that, you're going to be going too slow and you're going to stop. So Good. And then you're... You still yeah, but hang on. If you keep if you keep going forward, and instead of going forward and hitting the ground, you hit the hillside, which is closer to you. You're going to stop yeah, quicker, going, aren't you?
1: when you don't have far to fall from. You're already <laughs> on the ground. Oh, yeah, but oh, Bert but it's Jesus not.
2: It's following the the, the 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 tree line down the hill and just watching his airspeed just go down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I reckon there's some um, – there's some method to that madness. I'm, I would. I'm not telling anyone to go and do that at all. But in theory, to me, that makes a bit of sense. Well, like I rather than like, smack into a hill, your view count
2: for this fucking podcast is just plummeting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I reckon this should be a good NASA experiment.
0: Exactly. <laughs> some something in there that makes a little bit of sense to me. I reckon there's. There's something. Don't do not do it, anyone that's listening. Do, do what you're taught to do.
2: Yeah. Let, let Jimbo try it when he has an engine Or is it yeah. B? What did you say, Pedro?
1: It definitely seems like something that would happen in a Hollywood movie. <laughs> you know, like, like a Hollywood movie where the plane crashes and it just keeps on going for K after <laughs> K, you know. It just keeps on sliding.
2: Yeah, and they end up at the village that's got a pub in it. Just to a exactly. beer
0: <laughs> and have a beer. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> probably what will happen. Tom yeah. Cruise and
2: American Maid probably could have pulled it off, yeah. but I don't think that
0: you will get out
1: of there. I I think they do that in Jurassic Park for the, the new movie, the new Jurassic Park movie. I'm pretty sure that exactly what you just said happens.
0: Legends. So it must be See, it's, it's proven. If it's in a movie, it's had to have happened. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, it happened to Bob Hoover. It was in his book. Have you read his book? I can't remember what it's called.
1: Nah, be a good
0: one. Yeah, yeah, it was real good. He um he had some fella put jet fuel in his in his uh instead of avgas or the other way around. So he was flying along. It was it was hill country, but it wasn't. I don't think heaps of trees. Might have just been scrub and bush. And he did the same as what you're saying, Hoodie. He, he dropped his nose and sped up and then just rode up the other side of the hill until, until he hit the ground smoothly and then just rode up. Everyone was fine. Yeah, it's
2: me.
1: Mm. Huh. Yeah. I, I think that, like, that's
0: essentially a bag landing on an airstrip, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yes, sir. So that's the other thing, like – if I, I, was, I always wondered if I had an engine failure sometimes whether I'd go for a short ag strip like a short steep one or whether you're better to find something a little bit longer because it, when it's a short airstrip you've got to get it bang on otherwise you're really screwed up and there's no second chances <clears> on it.
2: Yeah, there's usually something like a big steel super bin at the end waiting for you, eh?
0: Yeah, yeah. So Max Hazelton managed to walk out of the Blue Mountains west of Sydney after nearly a week after he hit some trees and an engine failure. They gave a RAF, RAAF gave up looking for him. And um, he was in yeah. an Oster Aglet, whatever that is, stalled into the gap between the trees, and it was eucalyptus, unforgiving no matter what airspeed they hit at but he admits it was sheer luck that he is able to survive and walk out. That in itself is a survival story. He popped out on a farm road near Oberon well before the pine plantation companies arrived. This fella must be, Max Hazelton. must be a, a famous person because they eventually found the wreckage and Max started the airline, which I don't know what airline that is. Is there an airline called Max Airline? Montus. Yeah, I don't know. But he did a bit of bit of flying in one eighties.
1: Yeah, um Trusty had an engine failure in Australia. Was
0: yeah, yeah. he? Right. Yeah, that I saw the, Yeah, and that's some, that was some tree like bush scrub. Mm. Yeah, that looked pretty nasty that one, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Upside down or something.
1: Yeah.
0: Ripped a wing off.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he have a mere of a story with the Um, when they came to pick him up, like some guy came and picked them up in like a twenty-two or something. Probably, they do. Oh, we have to have a chat to trusty about that. I I I think it was quite a funny story.
0: Probably, probably hoodie.
2: But wasn't as funny as thinking that having an engine fire and landing down the side of a fucking hill (laughs) was a good idea though.
0: There'll be someone out there that'll have some information to prove some Our tiny little shit. bit of.
2: <laughs> sure. Blew my mind. I thought that, you know, if we had an engine failure, I was thinking at least I've got someone with a bit of experience next to me be able to throw a couple of ideas into the pot. But after he said that little bit of fucking wisdom, I was like, if we have engine failure, you better shut the fuck up because if that's what's coming to the little conclusion <laughs> board, we're in serious shit.
1: Uh, have you ever tried landing down in an airstrip like down a downhill airstrip it fucking sucks
0: yeah it does suck you need need to do it it takes
1: a whole airstrip and you're
0: a whole lot of stopping power you need reverse to do that yeah oh fuck yeah Yeah. just trying to find some more stories there's a couple of good little yarns these people right Back in the late 70s, I stalled and recovered in a turn in a Pawnee with a full load, then ran through some 44-volt wires. You don't have time to think. You just dump, aim, and pray. But at 20 or 30 feet, dumping night tram furt takes time. I'm just thankful Mr. Piper made such a strong roll cage. Okay, so he must have sputtered in. I walked away with a small bruise. I do a little flying now in Thailand. Yeah. Engine failure in here. Engine failure here is a serious problem. There is nowhere to land. It's either jungle, rubber, palm oil, small rice paddies, or a road. So everyone fits a ballistic chute. Oh yeah. There's quite a few videos of those things. Have you seen them? Well, these those that plane that comes out with them, yeah. isn't it? What's it called? The Surus. Um, Surus, yeah.
2: They come yes. out stock standard with them. Is that the ones that you're talking about? Yeah.
0: And he's, and he's saying that they just get fitted to everything now. Man. You
2: can get them fitted.
0: Yeah, I've seen them on some 182s uh, one, one or 172s or something. It's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah, right. I, I guess it is. Well, depending on where you were. Yeah. Like, a, I don't know. Part of me. I, f- I feel like I'd be in a bit more control flying it down. I don't know. But it, it must be completely survivable. Every single clip I've seen of them, and it happens quite a bit. It's fairly you, um. You yeah. think how much
2: more damage you'd do in a, a built-up area, though, trying to trying to do it the, the normal way? Trying you know, to, you're yeah. coming in, yeah, like you could really hurt someone, but yeah, you're just bloody coming in and fighting in and...
0: Yeah, really? that's true.
1: Mm. I wonder, you must, all, you must all still go forward a wee bit because you still got the wing, and so surely there would just still be some sort of...
0: Look, in the
2: videos, they look like they're just coming straight down.
0: Yeah, like any sideways movement is a drift. Yeah. Just straight down. Yeah, really? straight down. Yeah. Pretty there cool. you go. You should, be the, should be using.
2: You should be, um, what's Joe Rogan's um, fellow that brings up stuff? Pete should be the equivalent for that fella. Bring it Pete up on knows the, screen. the
0: rules. Pete can put us right when we say something we shouldn't say. And <laughs> the disclaimers.
2: He almost <laughs> put himself cropped just before. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, Reapers. This is when you'll get all the job people, mm. people wanting yeah. to come ask you for a job, Pete, because they'll know that you're happy to bend the rules. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not bending the rules. <laughs> Mistakes are made.
0: <clears throat> yeah. All right, Pedro, I had some good feedback for you and your talk as well, by the way. Some of the fellas at the conference said you came oh, and yeah. gave had a yarn there. Yeah, Hero work. It was bloody good.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I was a, <clears throat> I was a backup, the last minute um, phone and <laughs> everyone was the Um yeah, They we were meant to have Alaska White from the CAA come and do a human factors talk, and she bailed out last minute. So,
0: yeah. Oh, again, did, did my little talk. That's all right. Yeah, I see. It. There's an article about Alaska. Yeah, uh, you did. You did well. Did
1: it you did meet well, the last
0: at the conference? No, I didn't. No. I, I was, wasn't was introduced if she was there. I'm pretty sure I was introduced to everyone, but they had, oh, I can't rattle off names, but they would have had half a dozen at least. There's a chap from Casa as well <laughs> who I met. He's a real, real good bugger who I'm going to catch up with again at some point. He's a Kiwi guy who did ag work here.
2: Yeah,
0: cool. And – I think he started flying when with Ken McKenzie and yeah, him him and Ken McKenzie were there having some good tales to tell and a few people said that we need to set the podcast up at the next conference and do interviews with everyone there uh, we we'll be avoided like the play No one's going to come and talk to us We've got a whole year to be cancelled yet
1: <laughs> yeah. But actually, when I went to the era, uh conference, a lot of people, well, they all like uh podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah I've so, only had yeah. good feedback. There's at least, there's at least 10 people.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Old. Uh, mm.
0: yeah, bloody
2: good. Bloody good. Went to the really Pilots last night. I went to the bloody. Um, Luke Combs concert In Auckland. Ran into mm-hmm. to um, your old workmate Kent Kent where? Oh, he was there
0: too. Yeah, he's bouncing around.
2: Was he? He must have gone straight from conference straight up there.
0: He must have. Did he give you? Did he give you any stick about the ferry flight from Wipuck? Yes, back? he did.
2: He did make some comments.
0: Did he? Oh. Yeah. What were they? What sort of comments? Hmm. Yeah.
2: I can't actually remember. Nothing oh, obviously okay. worth remembering.
1: It <laughs> 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 feels like a lie to me. Yeah.
2: yeah. I Come
0: seem on. to remember at some early hours of the morning he was going to send you some comments about your landings.
2: Oh, I do not like Pete again. Another reason was. This is a hard trip for me. <laughs> Back in purchase. I think I'm still recovering from it, actually. Um, but oh, you've gone again.
0: Oh, no. It's usually your internet that's crap. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> At least your audio is working this time. So quite. A techie tonight, actually. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to front foot it. Sorry, Hoodie. I, I'm just, I've i just had to put up with your attacks for a whole two days. And then tomorrow as well, coming over. Sheepers. Yeah. Should I bring the microphones tomorrow? You've got other people coming, aren't you? This is for Hoodie's, Hoodie's daughter's birthday over the weekend. We're catching up. Mm. No, no, there'll
2: be uh, – yeah, I have
0: to be watch what I say to you too, don't I? Yeah. No, not not worth bringing the microphones? No, I don't think so. More more than just us there?
2: No, I'm talking about
0: at night time. Oh, uh, Yeah, have a spa one. A spa a, one? A boxing spa? Spa session. <laughs> Where's Pedro? Oh, no, is he gone? He's got it. I wonder what happened. Where is he? In Gizzy? Have they not fixed their internet?
2: He's probably gone to pour another mojito. (laughs) But um, fuck, I forgot what we were talking about. What were we saying that I didn't agree with that you'd do?
0: I said uh, Kent was giving you stick because. Oh, about the landings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
2: I I have to wait for Pete because I know that he'll back
0: me up. I have to say, when you were landing, I thought you were having me on because you weren't lining up with the runway. Oh, coming back in. This is at Greymouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were just being a dick, and I was saying nothing on purpose waiting for you. I didn't realise you were landing on the parallel on the grass there. (laughs) (laughs) What
2: did you think I was going to
0: do? Oh, I don't know. I thought you are just going to be a diddle and go around and do another landing. Oh, yeah. No.
2: Just because that wind that funnels straight out of that bloody, um, out of the river mouth here, eh? Mm. It, it's just a bit angled and I'm not, not as gunny as you at a wheel, so I have to try and cheat.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Do you go flying around there much like, um, what do you call that, leisure flying or something, just for a look around? Not going anywhere? I uh, haven't really yet. I've done quite a bit of circuits and stuff just because I don't have much
2: tailwheel time, so I've just been honing around in the circuit.
0: Yeah.
2: But what? I, I want to go down to Fox and fly down there and have a good look.
0: Yeah, like you you mean around the glaciers and that?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. And go a bit further south because once you get to Haas, eh, that, you know, driving at all, the road cuts back in. So it'd be cool just to go down there and have a
0: look. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if the weather's good, like if you just keep climbing out of, uh, Grey Mouth, Mm. like I think you only need to be maybe eight or 9,000 and then you're over the ridge to, to like see all Mount Cook and the rest of the hills there. Yeah. Cause it's real, it's real steep. It's probably too steep to go like to decide to climb late, even in the, air tractor or the Cresco, when you take off around underneath, you've got to do a big, either a massive orbit or fly along the hills for five or so minutes, maybe even longer before you can turn over to cross them. Really? Yeah. Surprisingly steep climb up there.
2: Uh, Makes sense being in an air tractor though. I'm pretty sure the 185 would just just gallop over.
0: It'd work. But have a yarn to the fellas at What's their air safaris or somewhere? They'll tell you how to do the radio calls. They're like quick as this is the around Mount Cook, Pedro. Yeah, right. Uh, they they're not like ten this is Alpha Bravo, Charlie, ten miles south southeast of this Sierra field at six thousand five hundred, blah, blah, blah. They they're just like
2: There's a lot going yeah.
0: on and around the area. Right? Yeah, when it's busy, they mm-hmm. super quick, super sharp, Yankee 5, top of the Fox five, 6-5, five, descending north, shit like that. Yeah. Just non-stop, mm. jabber jabber. But what but yeah. we are talking about before, Pedro, <coughs>
2: is um, my, my first approach. Oh, really? Fielding. Fielding. And Bert just doesn't like the high rate of descent approaches. No, do you not?
0: You like it flat. Well Actually, hoodie, I don't remember saying that at all. He's fucking yeah, he didn't he didn't. I, yeah. I actually He's very, think that's really fucking judgy. Really good what you did. Judgy just
1: a bit too high rate of descent.
0: No, no, no. I just thought he was high and was yeah. gonna overshoot. <laughs> but she didn't touched down on the numbers at all he was well into the yeah. runway should have gone around but no so was that actually what you were trying to do land like that what do you mean? it looked like you just cocked it up and you were trying to save yourself <laughs> I bet you it was I don't know what I did wrong I'm no. not saying you did anything wrong it was a really good landing for the most part just halfway down the runway. Yeah, it's on camera. If you want evidence, don't mean to break out the evidence, Hottie. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think you should. You
0: know, it's got, he's gone. He's gone. Unusually quiet. All of a sudden. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How much have you done of it now since you've had it? Um,
2: almost
1: fifty. Fifty hours. Shit. I'm oh, here. You've done more flying in half the ag pilots in this country.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> no, yeah.
0: How many round. hours tailwheel did you have before you had this? Um, only like 20 in the in the club. Oh, yeah. it's a respectable number. Thank you, James. The, what, do you think, what do you think of the tailwheels? What's your honest opinion? Because you're mostly flying wheel stuff. Is it bad? Is it as bad as they're saying? Is it better? Worse?
2: It's it's not bad. Like it's, that's why I just keep doing circuit. It's just getting used to it, isn't it? It's just different to what you're used to. So once you get the hang of it, I think it's it's good. Um event. Neither here nor there really is it, apart from you can turn around real tight.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I think it got built up. From when I was at flight school, oh, you want to go fly the Cub? Oh, shoot, better yes. look out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Costs but the same as a 172 to fly. But yeah, The Cub does. It did when I was learning to fly. Oh, shoot. Yeah, 180 an hour.
2: Fucking hell.
0: But you can see, like, you get, it'll just be that
2: day, you get complacent and, and then it'll get you. So I can, you know. I can, I can see.
1: Yeah. It's got, the, it's got the ability uh, to bite you more, I guess, isn't
2: it? That's right, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, when you land in that,
2: in the in the Girl or the XR, you could just fucking let go of everything, and it just doesn't matter. It'll just go straight.
0: Totally. Yeah. I've ground-looped the tractors uh, twice, I think, just twice. Yeah. Oh, three if you count a flat tire, but that probably doesn't really count. How fast are you going? Uh one was one was landing, so maybe or oh, sixty knots, or oh, probably yeah. less. So I touched down on a flat strip reasonable length and there was a slight quartering tailwind and I touched down with a little bit of tiny bit of beater before i had my tail wheel on the ground and they say like wait till your tail's on the ground before doing any of that because there's a lot more effect if if the wheels mm. off the ground and it it started drifting off to the left with the wind pushing me over that way too As soon as i realized that took it out a beater and put the the tail on the ground and started pointing it back towards the strip but I was still still going off to the side and then in an instant I was looking back in the yeah. direction that I came from. Just Really? Turned into it swung around on you? Yeah it was it, real it, fast You didn't like bend any wings or anything the wingtips didn't touch or? No, so luckily nothing hit the ground or anything and it was a real dewy morning, like I yes, think it rained it Yeah which was the lucky thing. So I slid like the whole length of the the going off and then spinning around, probably a couple of hundred meters. Yeah. Something like that. So it all it was fast but probably in slow motion at the same time if anyone was looking. But the yeah. farmer was there too. Wasn't oh. wasn't super it was- windy. But I just left the plane exactly where it was and then feathered and got out and Spoke to the farmer and said, oh, I think I might go home and <laughs> jump back in and left." <laughs> what did you do? Like once you started
2: skidding around, um, was there a possibility if you keep skidding that you'd hit something in your ass?
0: Um. So I got close. There was a a shipping container. Halfway up the strip, which yeah. is where we would we had all the mixing gear in there. Yeah, and so I got really close to that. I reckon a couple of meters from from yeah. the wingtip hitting it. But if, like, you're if you're stationary, if your wingtip's not going to hit something and you're spinning around, your tail won't hit it. If that makes sense. Say that again, sir. If your wingtip. Does not get hit. Your tail will not get hit either. Mm-hmm. It but when, turns. But
2: didn't you just turn like ninety degrees or one hundred and eighty degrees, and we're skidding backwards? Or is that not what was happening?
0: Yeah, yeah. I ended up turning over one eighty, like two seventy, I think it was. Until and keeps skidding backwards. Yeah. So I for the last little part was when it sort of kicked the last bit, and I might have been going backwards for a meter or two, but that oh. was in the middle right in the middle of the strip by that point. Yeah, right. So it, the, whole, the whole movement of the plane on touchdown was it started curling off to the left, and it carried on going left, but I was pointing back towards the centre line. Mm-hmm. And then it kicked around fast, but probably slowly in actual fact, and at the same time started sliding back towards the centre line. Yeah, right. And then it, it ended up... Yeah, pretty much right in the centre line, but just pointing sideways, going through, yeah, 270, 270.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, The reason I was asking, I
0: remember when I was loading
2: and uh, a pilot came in, and uh, must have been the first time we'd been to the strip. but the strip it looked really nice and huge, but... There was two great big duty drains, and then you sort of had to go between the two drains. But when he was flying over, he mustn't have seen them. So when he landed, he landed across the strip on an angle, and he mm. must have he must have just um he, he saw them just in time. But he did something that I just don't think that I would have had reflexes quick enough to do at all, but. He fucking just fed it to it, eh, and just booted in the bloody, in the right brake and rudder and skidded to the right, And but then that just lined him up with the other drain. So he had to feed it to it again and then skidded back around and sort of, um, oh, he sticked his way through the bloody thing. But fuck, I would have just freaked out and just pulled reverse. But if, if he had done that, he would have just skidded straight into the drain. Bomb what,
1: what, what yeah. airstrip?
2: Um, it's the one out out Waikahoo there was the duck pond on the end of it oh yeah
1: yeah is it Purungahau? Purungahau? was it a, a Cresco pilot yeah
0: yeah <laughs> no a good bugger.
2: like he, it, yeah, yeah it was just it was just a you know he must have just been a, not the right light to have seen those drains. Oh, yeah. You know, because they're, they're grassed over the big drains. So, you know, they would have just looked like part of the paddock, you know, it was a little rolling dip, probably, but.
0: Yeah, the amount of cock ups that I had from just going five minutes too early and trying to land just when it's not quite light enough. What is it, eh? How can we always have to do, do that? Like, not just. It was ingrained in us to yeah, sort of a, Old mentality, eh? like I yeah. don't know
1: what it was. Like leaving yeah. the dark. Mm. but it seems to be nationwide.
0: Like it's you know, a
1: lot of people who leave early,
0: sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, less and less. Definitely, I don't know anyone that does now. Just because, yeah. like you, you kind of have to with the, well. It's encouraged everywhere I've worked anyway to go out when you should go out, don't, yeah, don't break the rules, but the, even if they weren't saying that everything's tracked, you're all on a d s b or whatever it is, so you can't <laughs> can't switch that off and you can't hide yeah so yeah, and you shouldn't be doing it anyway, so why why bother but you're not gaining that much anyway, are you? no, yeah, but the risk is so much higher yeah yeah, used to be um. Used to be a game back in the day. The first one to leave was got bragging rights. <laughs> yeah. She's mm. an old school mentality. Mm. But anyway. It just made everything that little much harder, I reckon. Yeah. Didn't Chris mm. is the man. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Legend. What do you reckon? Shall we uh, should we call that call that done? Yeah. Bloody oh, mean, Joe? When, where are you heading away, Pedro? Monday. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Just, did you just of weeks. come back from
1: that way? Yeah, i just been on holiday and now I'm going to work. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. What's that hoodie? What do you got on there? What hoodie have I got on
0: there?
1: Yeah. Is this what hoodie? Yeah, we it looks like you've got a rod and gun on.
2: What do, you, what do you got there? What are you sporting today, PJ? That's
1: a mean resort. <laughs> we, we, we got family hoodies, like, because we're a typical American family, like married to American. So we always get a, a family photo wearing the same clothes. <laughs> <like> the... <laughs> so oh, that's around, cool. Yeah, that it is cool. Got, I like that. Mickey Mouse and Goofy, yeah. America. America, fuck yeah.
2: America. I,
1: saw the, I saw the space shuttle this time. Have you guys seen the space shuttle? Oh, no. no. Fucking awesome. In yeah. LA, it's free at the um, California Science Museum, but it's pretty
0: impressive. Worker, Can you go inside it? No, no, no. What, what, what size plane would you compare it to?
1: 737. Mm. Is that all? Yeah, but it's yeah, yeah, but it's way more impressive but it's way more better looking than a seven three. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: It's expensive bloody photo shoot, bloody but a kitten. Mm.
0: Yeah. Worthwhile. Yeah, worthwhile. worthwhile mate. Yeah. Uh, how long are you away for? Ah, uh, three weeks or two weeks, two and a half weeks. Doing the survey gig? Yeah, north of Yellowknife Do you need any pilots? Yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) You're looking for a job. I am. (laughs) You never know. Next year, maybe.
0: That's what everyone says. I'll think about it, mate. (laughs) We've got a pretty good crew at the moment, but the season's about to come to an end up here. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody magic.
1: If I had a plane, I'd give you a job, mate. You do have a plane.
2: Yeah, but I don't have work for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. That's right. You're a good like, friend.
2: <clears throat> really, and if Pete was a good buddy, he'd seen you instead of himself, seen you've got <laughs> fucking three different jobs, but no, nah, his old selfish sandwich over there. Yeah, you can you? have
1: one of my jobs.
0: <laughs> yeah. Coming t- from Mr. Three Pharmacies. Yeah. Drug lord over here, eh? (laughs) Fuck. Fuck maybe we could yeah, I could get you do some smuggling. Yeah. Fill the wings up. Put some little little inspection holes, fill them up.
2: That would definitely be that
0: don't that would be the way how you do it. And just have the have the um when they had the fencing gear on there. With the, with the jettison button.
2: Yeah, on the wing cradles. On the wings.
0: A little parachute. Too easy. Yeah.
2: Are you bringing a plane back, Pete? Nah. There goes that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Save me 180. <laughs> that would be the best
1: story. I wonder if anyone would come on and bloody tell us one of those sort of stories because I bet you someone's done it. My closest one to smuggling. <clears throat> I feel that weird saying this but we were like this was years and years and years ago so it must be like some sort of clause too many years ago <laughs> but we were working up we are working up in northern Canada and we are in a town where you could buy liquor but we were going to a town where you, it was a dry community and the engineers and everyone was like man go buy go buy as much alcohol as you can and take it up there and you'll make a killing and i felt pretty nah but i thought i'll just go buy a box so i went and brought a box of uh fogger like um smirnoff, like a big box with bottles and it cost me about 100 canadian to buy this box and i get up to this town and i go to the first person like um and it was like like the rest of us were working there um foreigners working up there and i go to this guy. Do you, you know anyone who'd want to buy some kit? He's like, oh, "How much have you guys got a box?" And he's like, "How much are you selling for?" I like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, "Hold on." And he he came back that later that day. He said, "This is all the cash in the community until the banks open. How much will it get you? Get me?" And it was a thousand Canadian. And I said, "You can have the whole box." It cost me a hundred bucks for the box. Holy! Yeah. That was like the engineers and pilots and all that based up there just paid for it. Yeah.
0: That is a good business model.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, like, I don't know, if I had less morals or if I was here longer, I would have brought more, but I was <laughs> out of there pretty fast.
0: Oh, you get so rich.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That, that is a good return, eh? Yeah.
2: We'll be able to, <clears throat> maybe you can still go to Canada yet, but just by the time this buddy story gets to Canada, Pete's not going to be allowed in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this later eh? No, like this was a long time ago: You're not doing
0: yeah. that stuff now. We were looking for places to hide stuff in the in the XL in Africa with the diamonds there, because i I don't know what the deal was with buying uncut diamonds, but someone said it's illegal, but I don't know why. never looked into it. I would strongly suggest editing that last bit out of the um, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I never bought any. I was far too scared. And I heard one of our operators, he bought an uncut diamond and yes. a target was on his head and he had to get evac'd out.
1: Not really. I, I heard, like, I didn't hear that one, but I did hear when uh, our operators did buy one and made it out.
0: But I don't know. What, was his name Ruag? No, this one was um back Oh, oh, yeah. You guys
1: are terrible.
0: I used the first name because there's <laughs> Oh, there's
1: fuck. A- <laughs> I <those> last <laughs> there's These last names like that anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he knows No one's is. gonna know. <laughs> no one's gonna know. But like apparently. Yeah.
1: Someone would sell you a diamond and then they follow you around and then knock on you as you're leaving the country and they get the diamond back and you go to. Yeah. So, like, they would sell you the diamond and then they'd just follow you around and when you're leaving, they'd tell the customs officer, search that guy. Yeah, right. Right. Full circle. They get a bit of money. They get their diamond back. Yeah, and then the guy. Getting in trouble has to pay the customs officer not to get, you know. Yeah, causing that does, yeah. yeah. So the customs officer gets a bit of money, the guy gets yeah. his diamond back, and I'll make it out of pocket twice. Yeah.
0: That's, that's also a good business model.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably a better one, I think. Yeah.
0: I like that. Yeah, yeah, we we never bought any. I was I was even going to the diamond markets, I was I was scared. How much was
2: it uh, for the the diamonds market? It was still horribly expensive, I suppose.
0: Yeah, it depended on the quality. Like in the markets here, you could go in the main store with just rows and rows of people, hundreds of people with just a pocket full wrapped in their hanky of this uncut stuff. That would be like you could get a, a, what are they, grade it, like a shitty grade It was used for cutting, they Mm. called it something, for like five bucks. One that'd be, I don't know, what's that? Half quarter size of a pea, size of a nerd, be like five bucks. But then I saw one that was the size of a pea and it was jewel quality or grade, whatever it's called. It looked real mint. Yeah. And that was, I think, five grand US. But like, what are you going to do with an uncut diamond? Like, unless you know how to,
1: unless you're a jeweler, or like
0: you can well, to... give it to a jeweller though. Have a bit of a story behind it. Yeah, but could you? Which, yeah. what, are they obligated? If like I don't even know if it is illegal. Is it illegal? And if it is, what's their obligation? Or the markets that you're at. This was in DRC in Congo. Yeah. This is... D- D- I, I wasn't down the road in Christchurch, mate. Yeah, this is well, not the... Sunday <laughs> farmers <laughs> market. <laughs>
2: I thought the DRC was a good one. That, that, they're a
0: pretty good, no. deal, aren't they? What DRC? What? Democratic Republic of Congo. Yeah, no, that's not the good one. It's a yeah, it's better than the Congo.
1: Nah, hundred percent. DRC's got way DRC's got way worse of I don't think. I don't think that's true.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're both terrible. I wouldn't yeah, go yeah. to either. But. Yeah, but like, even
1: if you got like a five dollar diamond, it's not like you're going to go and make yourself a jewel piece, like, a, or a cutting saw
0: mm. with it, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. I wanted one. I I, I kind of wish I got one, but, and I don't even know what I would do with it, maybe put it in a necklet. No, I don't know what I'd do with it. Just have it sitting around. Yeah, just have it sitting there. Yeah. Didn't get one. I bought a little piece of uh, tanzanite, the blue diamond. I think it's called Tanzanite. That was all legal Beagle bought from the airport, so leave me alone, police. I'm a law-abiding citizen.
2: Pete's not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Never been arrested. (laughs) Uh, Dolly good. All right, gentlemen. That right. is magnificent. When are we going to catch up again next then, when you're back?
1: Yeah, yep. Or I guess if I'm over there and got a day off, we can catch up.
0: Yeah, time difference isn't too bad.
1: Not too bad,
0: nah. We'll, we'll see if we can line something up, because then if it does work, then we know we can We can talk to other people around. We kind of <laughs> got put off with <laughs> that um, satellite link.
2: Should Should try rope in old Trusted Avion.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we should. And then when you go up to Gizzy one time, Hoodie, I'll tag along and we'll have one in person. Oh, <laughs> He's just trying to get a free flight. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I just want to log some time, claim it. <laughs> <laughs> Jolly good. Thank you, right. everybody. Thank you, Chris, for your kind donation. Top man. See you, fellas. See you, all. See you, gentlemen. Have
2: fun. Bye for now. Bye bye. Bye.